This is Eshin Akins, and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast Nerd News Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, we have returned. We've took a little break. Life gets in the way. Uh, you know, obviously, we've talked about me starting a new job. Jason's staying busy with his work. Uh, we hadn't had a chance to get together. We've met a couple times and talked about upcoming shows and plans. We are still planning a live show. We're going to get a date set on that within the next week. Uh, but we're glad to be back, guys. We're going to come to you today with the nerd news, obviously. we got a lot of fresh news coming out. Absolutely, man. There has been so much released just in the past few days. Uh, there's a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm excited. I know you're excited. Uh, I'm ecstatic. There, so I, I think the whole. I think everybody is. Everybody in Nerd Nation and, and the Nerd Universe is excited about all this stuff that's going on, and we're glad to be back. We, yeah, uh, like Mr. Resch said, we we were on a little bit of a hiatus with. Um, uh, everybody has things going on, and uh, of course the holidays come up and. Uh, you know, dealing with that, uh, dealing with the uh, the current situation that everyone is dealing with, with the COVID. Um, it's got bad again, Jason. It has, man. It's got bad again. Um, it, it really has. Uh, and I just urge everybody to, to take whatever precaution you can reasonably take and um, guard yourself and your family because I think we, I think it's going to get, even worse before it starts to fall off. Well, the vaccines are not far out. Uh, Very close. I'm not one that's gonna rush out to get the vaccine because honestly, vaccines terrify me. Well, and- and Especially something that was put together as quick. You gotta think- Record-breaking time, record-breaking. Been trying to cure cancer for years and years and years. Right. Been trying to cure HIV for years and years and years. And we have a year and we have a vaccine put out for COVID-19 and that's scary. It's fast. It. I think it's probably the fastest a vaccine's ever been put together. Yeah. Uh, you know, the side effects, you know, there is some precedent for side effects, and I'm like you, that concerns me. Um, I do believe that priority needs to go to the healthcare workers and to the elderly and, and people who are at the greatest risk. Um, you know, and then, you know, guys like me and you will be toward the, the back of the line. Right. But, um, well, I mean, yeah, I think we're younger, we have a stronger immune system than what the elderly do. Right, uh, right. You know, I think uh, precautions can be taken even at that point, but if they're elderly, I think go ahead and get the vaccine. I mean, the the benefits may outweigh the negatives. Yeah, I think it, it may not, but I think, still, I mean, I think the they need to be, be taken care of a lot more than say me and you because oh, yeah. they're they're a high risk. High risk. They're just exactly. a high risk, and and I, I, you know, we don't. I mean, they they they. Study the. I mean, they don't just throw this stuff out there and say, "Well, we hope it works out." So they've studied it, you know, as much as they could with the time they had. Um, so hopefully, there's nothing that comes up that is unexpected. Right. But for a, for a lot of people, the alternative's even worse. Absolutely. So it's kind of like, what do you do? <clears throat> so Jason, not to cut this off, but we have a lot of nerd news to talk about. Yes, we do. I'm tired of talking about COVID. I'm yeah, tired of hearing absolutely. about COVID. I mean, we are living in the days of the plague, folks, and we are walking around with masks on, and we are all in a state of alert. And it gets to a point, man, you've got to talk about something else. You've got to think right. about something else. We've been putting a lot, a lot of nerd news episodes out. You know, our last yeah. episode was the Ghost Rider episode, which I thought was great. Uh, and we had, uh, what was our first nerd news we did? Uh, 
Lord. Well, we did a biography on Hellstrom. Hellstrom, Hellstrom, and, uh, and Ghost Rider. Ghost we Rider. Our, uh, we're, we're working one up on Blade. Yeah, working one up on Blade. We're going to try to put out that, that out before the end of the year, hopefully. Uh, um, like I said, the past month, you know, we've been out since November 9th. That was our last right. episode. Things have just right. been crazy and hectic. I've been adapting to this new job where I'm working 12-hour shifts. You're working a lot of hours. A lot of hours. You're working a now, lot of hours. Now, I'm going to be honest, the car lot, it's a lot of standing around. Right. A lot of right. talking on the phone. Hey, guys, what's up? But <laughs> Come buy a car. Come see me. Come see me. Uh, come buy a car. But we're, we're back. Who wouldn't buy a car from this guy? Right. You know, it's going a lot slower than I thought it would, Jason. It's uh, taking time to build rapport with people. And obviously, the people I can actually get out and talk to, I'm selling cars to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a pretty good closing rate right now. So Good. It's, uh, it's going well. Well, I think, I honestly, I, and I say this with all sincerity, I think it's something, I think you'd be a natural at it. You make a good presentation. And I think it's an opportunity um, to do as you're doing and to kind of lay a foundation because people are going to go to a guy, and the car may even be more expensive, mm -hmm. but they're going to go to a guy they trust. And, and once they trust that guy, they don't want to deal with nobody else. I remember my dad bought every vehicle he bought from the same salesman because he trusted him. Right. And you're laying that foundation of trust and, 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 and you know, I, I see your social media post. Man, everybody that comes by and does business with you, you thank them. And, and I think that means a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big part of it. I mean, it's building rapport with people, you know, getting to know them, being personal with them. It ain't just about selling them a car. Right. Get to know them in the process. Right. Yeah. Put them, be able to put them in a car that they're gonna they're gonna be happy with, that's gonna fit their needs and wants. I mean, that, that's what my goal is mm -hmm. as a salesman. I'm not just gonna try to hey, you need to buy this car because this is what it looks like fits you. Right. What are your wants and needs? What do you need in a vehicle? What color do you like? That's the important. That's, that's mileage. I mean, what are you looking right. for? Right. That's the important. That's that's the thing where it separates someone that a person can trust and feel like you know what they're gonna look out for my best mm -hmm. interest from just some guy who's a slick talker and throwing whatever he can to make a buck. Right. You know, the, the, the stereotypical. I had, I had one customer that he came in and saw me and we couldn't get him approved because the vehicle that he wanted was too much. And I kept an eye out for him for two weeks to find the truck that fit his budget. I mean, actively looked. Yeah, yeah. And I finally found one and got him in. We ended up getting financed, getting down the road. And That's it's a awesome. Nice, nice truck that he got. Good deal. But it was within his budget. Good deal. And that, that's another thing. you got to work with people. Right. Some people don't come in with 850 credit scores. Speaking of working with people, um, I went by this, this, particular, this particular dealership because uh, Mr. Ash had just started. He said, listen, I'm going to get 20 bucks if you come by and let me do an appraisal because I'm trying to get, trying to get this thing un, you know, under control. I said, man, sure, I need to know how much this thing is worth anyway. Right. So I came by my old truck, my 2007 Chevy Colorado with uh, at least two dents, maybe three. And um, we talked for a while and his manager came out. He said, well, we'll run inside and fix it up right quick. Well, about that time I started leaving and Ash called me and he was laughing. And he said, listen, buddy, I think uh, the manager says, you're gonna have to pay someone to take that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> at best, at best, you might get 800, which is what the scrap is on it. Right. So I was like, well, okay, good deal. At least I know. At least you know. Least but it's I a work know. truck. It's not it's, supposed to be great. That's right. That's right. All right, Jason. Let's dive into the nerd news. Marvel Star and Star Wars has some big news. Yes. We've got about 10 new shows coming out 
for each for Marvel. We got 10 coming out for uh, Star Wars. It's going to be huge. Uh, Disney had their big investors meeting and they did it virtually, which I think gave them a lot of time to put this together. Mm -hmm. And they did a great presentation. Um, if it's if it's okay with you, we'll just start running through what uh, Kevin Feige announced with Marvel and, and, and what else going on with each project. Let's, let's start with the best, man. Let's okay. start with Kevin Feige and Marvel. I love it. All right. He's hard to beat. Okay. The first announcement was WandaVision coming out January 15th. Yes. Um, not a whole lot of new stuff was shown in the clip. Uh, it was confirmed that the, um, the African-American lady that shows up in the trailer and ends up getting blasted out of the, um, the pocket dimension that Wanda Maximoff has created is Monica Rambeau. And she's working with S.W.O.R.D. S.W.O.R.D. is trying to infiltrate and monitor Wanda because they don't know what's going on. She's created this world inside of this pocket dimension because she can't live with the fact that she's lost everybody, lost Vision, lost her brother, mm -hmm. and she's creating this, this, this reality that is based on the television show she grew up watching. So it looks really, really cool, and you can kind of see throughout the trailer how as it goes on, things can just begin to fall apart. Mm -hmm. and, and it's gonna end up in some type of, um, probably some type of mental breakdown for Wanda. We knew Sword was coming uh, from the clip at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. We knew it was yes. coming. That's where uh, Sam Jackson was Sammy at. Sammy Jackson. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, where was, that's where Sammy came in, and um, he, he's moved on up to Sword. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's a spaceman now. He, <laughs> he is, man. He's a spaceman. <laughs> Have you ever been a spaceman before? Not me. I think I have. I like to stay grounded. <laughs> I was grounded, but in my mind, I was in outer space. You dig? Um, <laughs> okay, the next, the next thing they announced was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They didn't have a new, any, any kind of a trailer for that, but, they, but Kevin Feige said it will connect to WandaVision and to Spider-Man, which kind of gives us the idea that WandaVision is opening up the multiverse, and then with Spider-Man, which we'll get to, you know, as we get through all this, mm -hmm. uh, basically you're getting the multiverse with, and what's called the Spider-Verse with right. Spider-Man. And um, also it was confirmed uh, that a, uh, a newer Marvel character from the comics, uh, Miss America, that's her name, America Chavez, uh, she will be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and she has the ability to punch through to other dimensions, which I'm sure that's going to lend itself to traveling to this, through this multiverse with Doctor Strange. I feel like an asshole. I called him Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. If you see I mean, him there, Nick Fury. You see him there, Sam Jackson. They base the new... Vision of Nick Fury off Sam Jackson. Yes, they did. Books. Yes, they, they did. They're identical. Originally, he was um, he was an older white guy. Yep. And um, the, I don't know if you ever saw it back in the late eighties, early nineties. They did a made-for-TV movie, and David Hasselhoff yes, played yes, it. I've seen clips of it. Yeah, Nick Fury, Agents of Shield. Um, that was back in the uh, before the MCU days. Yes. Yes. Let's see, the third project they announced uh, was Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in March of 2021. Um, not a whole, whole lot of new stuff there. There is a masked group 
that they're fighting throughout the clip. Um, I did a little reading on that, a little research, and the logos that they're sh that they're carrying on their person on their mask are the logos of a villain from Captain America called Flag Smasher. Now he is an anti-nationalist who absolutely despises Captain America and everything he stands for. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're going to be part of some terrorist organization. Right. Now I've seen some rumors that Steve Rogers' Captain America may not be done. You know, I have to. I have to. Um, Whether it be an old man Steve Rogers mm -hmm. or a time-traveling Steve Rogers. It's hard to say. Hard to say. If you go through the comics, there are some comics where Steve Rogers had a son mm -hmm. and where he set up a training facility to train future, uh, I guess... Avengers. Avengers, Captain America types. Yeah. So... Um, and then, of course, we've already seen old man Captain mm -hmm. America. He could make an. I would. I, I would not be surprised to see that. Even though he's aging, he's still got the super soldier serum. He's still capable of. He, he's uh, he, he's about ninety something, but he can still whip our tails. Yeah, still take know. us to the shed. <laughs> As we sit, sit and live and breathe in the shed here at the studio. Yes, yes, uh, in the shed, in the shed. We're waiting on Captain America to come through the door and whip our asses. <laughs> We're going to be wishing we had COVID. Right. Once he gets through with us. All right, what we got next, brother? Well, the next one they announced was Black Widow. Nothing new on that. Right. Nothing new. Well, we know it's sad. I mean, it's... Uh, it's Yeah, it's pretty it's much... It's been ready to come out since last March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, basically, we know what we got Do, there. We, we have a definitive release date on Black Widow, right? Uh, or they gave us anything definitive yet? Let me, let me take a look here. And, and, and get into cyberspace and see what um, the Black Widow release date was. Um, it's May 7, 2021. May 7, 2021. Yep. That's okay. It. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, I mean, we've got a Wonder Woman. We'll get to that. We'll get to DC in a minute. We've got some other movies coming out that are outside Marvel and uh, Disney. Right. Okay. Now the next the next project that they um, announced was Loki, the one the uh, uh, Disney Plus streaming yes, um, yes. series, and basically what we saw in this new trailer, Owen Wilson, he was in it. Um, he plays um, a character that works with the TVA, the yep. Time Variance Authority, and it looks like they have gotten Loki in custody. Mm -hmm. And according to Kevin Feige, it's going to be kind of a crime mystery type thing. And Loki's going to be going throughout different points in history and affecting different things. You know, it kind of me, it had kind of a quantum leap feel. You remember that show? Oh, yeah. It yeah. had kind of a quantum. Scott Yes. Yes. It had a quantum leap feel with a, with a new age uh, action to it. I could see that. I could, yeah, I could very much see that. Yeah. I could very much see that. Um, there was one character that you could see in the trailer that was shown twice and that particular character was wearing a hood and kind of a cowl. Uh, they messed up and let it leak out that that was the female version of Loki. Apparently Richard E. Grant, who played Xander Rice in the Logan movie, will be playing the old version of Loki. They've got a, a young actor who's going to be playing the child version, and someone will be playing the female version. So as he jumps through times and multiverses, he's going to meet different versions of himself, it looks like. Exactly. It's going to be kind of um, alternate timelines, alternate realities. Right, wow. So that looks like it'll be pretty interesting. How is Kevin Feige going to keep up with all these timelines? 
Man, he has to have a team. Now, I, I know this. This I'm glad you brought that up. There's a very interesting um, fact about this particular series and the part that Owen Wilson is playing. Um, there was uh, a writer at Marvel. Um, I, believe he's, he's, I believe he's dead now. But part of his job for Marvel Comics was continuity. Mm. He was the guy who had, just like what you're saying, had to keep up with everything so it made sense. And they named that particular character with the Time Variance Authority after him. Wow. And that's who Owen Wilson is playing. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Neat little fact there. Um, let's see. They previewed the What If series that will be an animated series. Uh, basically, it kind of takes Watu the Watcher, who is a, a Marvel character that just mm -hmm. kind of observes things. Um, Stan Lee was considered one of the watchers with yeah, all his cameos. the MCU, yes. That's right. what his cameos were. Right, that's what his cameos were. If you go back to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when Stan Lee is like on the moon and he's sitting there and he's talking to these strange mm -hmm. beings with bald heads, those are watchers. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Watu, the watcher, will be uh, narrating this. And uh, basically, it's taking different MCU storylines and kind of turning them on their head and saying, well, what, what if this happened? Right. Like, what if it was uh, T'Challa that was taken um, in Guardians of the Galaxy by, by the, um, the uh, oh gosh, what were they called? The, um, the Scavengers. The Scavengers, yeah, the Scavengers. Um, oh, I'm trying to think the guy from, the guy from Walker County that played, uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Played in Walking Dead, too. Uh, played Merle Dixon in Walking Dead. Yes, yes, yes. I, now I feel like an asshole again because this guy's Marker County. <laughs> I know. Michael something. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. What was the character's name? Uh, Hindu. 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 Yondu. Yondu. See, there's folks. You, there are so many characters and storylines to keep up with. Man, sometimes it just gets tough. We, we're going to have to have some uh, I've seen clips from that on Disney Plus. They had a show that came out last year showing upcoming shows, and this was one right. of them they kind of outlined. Yes, yes. So uh, basically, like a zombie Captain America. There, the, yep, there'll be Winter Soldier fighting the Marvel zombies. Um, Peggy Carter will get the Super Soldier Serum. Mm -hmm. Instead and, of Steve Rogers. Instead of Steve Rogers, and he'll have an Iron Man type uh, thing that he's wearing. Um, let's see... I believe that was basically all they showed. They yeah. showed one with Doctor Strange, but I couldn't really make it out what was happening. Yeah. Um, the next thing was Shang-Chi. Um, and I didn't know I'd been mispronouncing that this whole time until Kevin Feige pronounced it properly. I've been calling it Shang-Chi. Well, I have too. That's what everybody does, but it's actually Shang-Chi. So... During pre-production, that's what we were calling. We do do pre-production before our show, guys. Yeah. We talk about what we got going on and what we're going to lay out for y'all. Right, right. So, during pre-production, we mispronounced that. That was uh, less than 20 minutes ago. <laughs> we're working on these, folks. Give us a break. We're from Alabama. Okay. Um, the only thing uh, that, that I know that is a point of interest with Shang-Chi, there have been rumors for a long time and I believe it's true, that um, Jean St. Pierre, who played Batroc the Leaper, will be in that, uh, in that film. And the mutant that's being rumored in, 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 in a third of the different Marvel projects, Omega Red, will also be in that. And they'll be work, it'll almost be like a, kind of a, a buddy cop type thing. They'll, they'll be working as a team, the two mm. of them. Um, 
the, the lead in Shang-Chi, who's actually playing Shang-Chi, is, um, a Chi uh, I believe he's Chinese, I'm not sure, um, Simu Lu. Lou. Simu Lu. Right. Um, Aquafina will also be in that. She'll be playing someone who's working with Simu Lu Shang-Chi. Awesome. Miss um, Marvel, um, that's in production, presently filming. Um, that's featuring a Pakistani-American teenager. It will be played by Imam Iman Malani. This is her first acting gig. This is her first acting gig. She was literally, they did all of the tryouts virtual. And she was the one they chose. And basically, according to the comics, she is what you would call an inhuman. And she has some very strange, very interesting powers, but she idolizes Captain Marvel. Yes. So that's going to kind of lead into Captain Marvel, and she will be in the next project, and do you Captain think, Marvel 2. Do you think Brie Larson will have a cameo in... She will. Brie Larson will make an appearance in Miss Marvel. Yeah. She will. And Miss Marvel will make an appearance in Captain Marvel 2. Yes. Along awesome. with Monica Rambeau. Awesome. Yeah, so that will all tie together. They didn't have anything new on Eternals. Right. We do have a release date for the Eternals, though, don't we? We have uh, uh, February 12th, 2021. February 12th. Man. We're not far away, You think away, they're going to stick to that? Man, it's looking like it. Woo-wee. Okay, folks. Okay. Um... She-Hulk, that, uh, that will be um, played by Tatiana Mislani, that's been confirmed. Um, that will be a future Disney streaming uh, show. Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination. And Mark Ruffalo has been confirmed to be making cameos in it too. Yes, absolutely. Um, and basically, uh, She-Hulk, Jennifer, Jennifer Waters, I believe it's Jennifer Wa Walters. Jennifer Walters. Walters. She plays an attorney, and she specializes in superhero-type cases. Yes. So that will be interesting. And according to Kevin Feige, uh, you, you might be surprised by who all shows up that she's representing. Charlie Cox could show up. He's an attorney. And they're both in New York. And they're both in New York. There you go. There you Maybe go. him and her team up to be Spider-Man's defense attorneys and Spider-Man 3, if that's the storyline they follow. Well, and you got to think, with everything they're putting in Spider-Man 3... There's no way they can wrap it all up in that one movie. Look, I'm telling you, Spider-Man 3 on. is not just Spider-Man 3. This is going to be the Spider-Verse. Absolutely. And I, I, it'll go on for at least three movies. With the characters that we've seen that have been confirmed to be in the show, you've got mm -hmm. Charlie Cox confirmed as the Daredevil. Yes. They're going to keep him as Daredevil for the MCU, moving from the Netflix series into the main MCU. Mm -hmm. uh, also uh, been confirmed uh, they're going to use John Barenthal. They're going to reboot The Punisher in the MCU with John Barenthal. He did an incredible job as the Punisher in the Netflix series. And as, as well, Charlie Cox played Daredevil beautifully. And uh, Vincent, what's his? Dean Franio. Dean Franio, the one that played the Kingpin in Daredevil and across the Netflix series. Is, uh, Kevin Feige likes him. I haven't seen a confirmation that they're going to continue using him as the Kingpin. Right. Uh, there have been other actors expressed interest in it, like the big show from the WBF. He's expressed right. interest. He would, right. play, he would play a hell of a kingpin. But He'd be a good one. He'd be a good one. DeFranio, he's just... Uh, he's just too good of an actor. I mean, I think he's really... I think he captures it. You know, and the, the other movies he's been in, man, going all the way back to Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't he play Pyle? Um, yeah, the one, Pyle. the one that ends up killing... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Arlie Ernie. Gunny, yeah. Arlie. Gunny, yeah. yeah. Kills him. Um, yeah, he's just he, – and he was on a – he had his own Law & Order show for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it was – he was fantastic. Yes. Um, but uh, Alfred Molina, who played Dr. Octopus, he's coming back. Yes. In and Spider-Man 3. In Spider-Man 3. Um, and, of course, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like um, Electro, played by Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. will be coming back. Um, that movie is going to be star-packed. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. Um, I, they're, they're talking to Kirsten Dunst right now to reprise her role. Um, and let's see. She played, was it, I, don't, I'm not, I can't remember if it was MJ or um, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. I want to say she, she played um, MJ. Okay. Okay. Because I know at the end of at the end of Spider Man, uh, the Amazing Spider Man with Andrew Garfield, Spider Man Two, um, it's when Gwen Stacy dies. Yes. And um, so th- that's going to be kind of interesting um, to see what they do with all that. Uh, but um, getting back to the um, announcements from Kevin Feige, they went ahead and announced Moon Knight, uh, who will be played by Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, Moon Knight basically is a vigilante type uh, character that gets his powers and abilities from Egypt, Egyptian um, hi- hieroglyphs and, and iconography and um, through, by, through Egyptians, literally the moon god. Yeah. And um, he also suffers from disassociative identity disorder. So basically, Oscar Isaac will be playing Moon Knight the hero, but he also will be playing the cab driver and the billionaire playboy and all that, which are all characters from the same person because the guy's got multiple personalities. Right. Um, Let's see. Secret Invasion was announced. That that was a, a huge comics crossover from years ago. It went through several, several um, issues. And basically, it, it takes where the scrolls have infiltrated, or a, a, a group of scrolls mm-hmm. have infiltrated every aspect of human life. Yes. And even to the point where they have replaced some of the heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel Jackson will be in that series, well, and Ben we, Mendelsohn, who played Talos. We saw that in Spider-Man 2, basically. Far From Home. Yeah. They were imitating... Sam Jackson's character, Nick Fury. Exactly. So it looks like somebody's going to be getting carried away. And they're going to start, they're going to start literally taking on all kinds of roles. Yeah. Um, they announced uh, and confirmed that the role of T'Challa will not be recast out of respect for uh, Chadwick Boseman. Wow. So, so they're going to go with his sister taking over Mantle. Shuri. That's what I think. I think it's sure. I don't see how you cannot go with Shuri. You got to. You've got to. At least get a bit. You, you at least either, got to try. Either her or the general that's played by Michonne from The Walking Dead. Oh, oh, God. I could see her playing the role. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see and that. She would really. Now, that's a possibility. Yeah. Because she would. She is bad, man. She's yes. a bad, yes. bad lady. Um, so is that all the news we got for Marvel? That's a lot of news. Basically, yeah, man, that is that is so much news. I mean, it's just wow. It's it it is a lot, and I'm super excited. And, and I know you've got some information on Disney, and I want to hear about it. Let, I mean, tell this me is, what you know. This is news on Disney and Star Wars, which 
Obviously, Marvel is under the Disney umbrella as well. So That's right. The whole world is, is. The whole world is now. You're absolutely right. <laughs> this is to do with Star Wars. We've got a bunch of new streaming shows coming to Disney+. Plus Over the course probably of 2021, I imagine a lot of them will start hitting then. Uh, we've, we've heard rumors of Obi-Wan Kenobi series. You know, we've already got The Mandalorian launched. Yes. And I'll get to that at the end because I've started watching season two of The Mandalorian, and it's fantastic. A lot of theories, great content. Okay. Uh, some retconning even. Okay, okay. But Obi-Wan Kenobi's been confirmed. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christian are that confirmed to return for the series. Obviously, Evan Mc, uh, Ewan McGregor would play Obi-Wan Kenobi and Hayden Christian will reprise his role as Darth Vader. Right. Now, they are saying they won't cross paths because that's a lot of retconning to do for A New Hope mm-hmm. and that final battle with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in the... Uh, in the Death Star. In the Death Star. Right. Okay. Uh, but there okay. is a there is a, a scene in there that, you know, when Darth Vader is walking through and he senses the presence of Obi-Wan, he's like, that's a presence that I haven't felt in a long time. Basically, I think the way the storyline is going to go, Darth Vader and his Inquisitors are out still scourging for Jedi. And they may come close to Obi-Wan at some point, but they can't find him. Can't, can't locate him. Right. Uh, another one... Akaska? No. I think that's how you... Uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. We wrote Ahsoka. this down. Ahsoka we wrote this Tano. down. Ahsoka Tano, which, <laughs> for anybody that don't know, uh, she is popular in the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars animated series. Yes. And I believe even in Star Wars Rebels, maybe? I believe so. Anyway, she is the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker. Okay. And in the... It, I think how they're going to play this, uh, she was a hidden apprentice during his time as Anakin Skywalker before he became Darth Vader. And she went missing after Order 66 because she, she knew. Okay. She knew what was happening. So she's like, so I, she went missing. Right, she's like, I, I'm out of here, folks. Uh, she, stage uh, left. Again, I'll bring this back up when I talk about The Mandalorian Season 2. She does make an appearance in that show, so they're going to have a, a intertwined okay. network of shows for Star Wars okay. going on. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic if I'm not mistaken uh, Gina Carano plays a ranger called the Marshal in the Mandalorian right. and I think this is going to be based off of a group that she is a part of okay and she's you know she's she's pretty uh, in the which in real life she's a pretty tough lady yeah I mean, I she mean, fought MMA fighting, she was she's a no joke women's champion yes so, yeah, so she's, she's pretty bad but she, in that show she's pretty bad too uh, next one we have Andor Okay. It is going to be a prequel series to Rogue One following Cassius Andor and K2SO, which was the big robot in Rogue One. Now, Cassius Andor in Rogue One, he was the pilot yes. that was determined to, to help the rebellion and get them the information they needed. And if it, if it required assassinating someone, that's what he would do. Absolutely. Whatever it took. Done whatever it would take. And it's confirmed. It's filming in 2020. It's a... Uh, Set for a 12-episode release in 2022. Okay. So we got a little bit of time for that, but okay. it'll be a good show nonetheless. Uh, the Bad Batch, it appears it's going to be an animated series about a bad batch of uh, rogue clone troopers. Okay. Uh, not a lot of information, but it's following their uh, events of Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Okay. Star Wars Visions, it's going to be a 10-part animated short film that's going to intertwine with the Star Wars universe. Uh, just it's gonna then it's gonna be a, uh, a group of Japanese artists that do anime creations is gonna be 
headlining this animation for the animated series. Okay. So that'll be pretty unique. It's something we've not seen with Star Wars before. Right. Uh, here's a good one. You're going to love it. Lando. Lando, man. There is nobody cooler than Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian coming back to the small screen. Uh, uh, not a lot of information on it. Uh, Justin Simeon uh, is going to be the director. He directed Dear White People and Bad Hair. I've never seen either of those. <laughs> Dear White People. I've never seen either, either would, of them. Well, now, would, does that mean that um, Childish Gambino will be coming back to play Lando? I would like to see it. I mean, oh, God, man. That... He, he was good. Yeah. He was, I didn't think anybody could be as cool as Billy D. Williams, the original, mm -hmm. but he did it. I don't know if they're going to be a younger Lando or is it going to be around the time of the new trilogy or as an old man Lando, what he's been doing all this time. That's true. That's so, true. Because, you know, he just shows up in, um, uh, in the, final, yeah. the final movie. of yeah. what, what was it? Um, yeah, you had The Force Awakens and you had... Um, Last um, Jedi. The Last Jedi. And the third one was... Shit. This is what happens... That's what everybody thought. This is what happens when we don't get enough nerd news through time. You start forgetting stuff because you're not focusing on it because you ain't got new content coming out. Your brain goes to mush. It goes to mush. Your brain goes to Man. mush. Anyway. The Last Skywalker. Right. The Last Skywalker. He just shows up in there, and, and I'm like, well, where have you been all this time? Right. Just, it, well, I've been hiding out here looking <laughs> for this uh, Wayfinder. I guess that's what he's doing. All right. I'm not done yet, Jason. Okay. Keep coming. The Acolyte. Okay. Uh, this is going to be based on the High Republic, an area that takes place hundreds of years before the Phantom Menace. So, I mean. Now, that's interesting to me because there is so much. There, there is like 25,000 years of history. Yes. And, and to go back in time to get some of that, to me, is fascinating. And it's, it's going to be live action, so it's not going to be animated, so it may be something very interesting. I mean, you're going to get to see a, a start of the Jedi and the dark side. And, right. Uh, even, I mean, even you can go way past 100 years before that. I mean, if you look at Star Wars lore and history, to say, right. that goes back just eons. Right, right. So... You got that. Not a lot of information on it. I imagine that's going to be another 2022 show. Okay. You have an animated show, A Droid Story. A Droid. Who's our favorite droids in the Star Wars universe? There's, there's, there's only two. There's only two. That's right. You got R2-D2 and C-3PO. Basically, this story is going to follow them as they guide a new hero through the galaxy. Okay. Well, do you remember, you may have been too young, there was a, after Return of the Jedi came out in theaters in 83, a year or two later, I can't remember, they had a droids cartoon on Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. And it was C-3PO and R2-D2. You've probably seen it. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, droids, and, and they were just, you know, C-3PO, you know, he's kind of his silly self. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, going on adventures and running into Ewoks. Absolutely. <laughs> and the Ewoks, they need to put make another movie about the Ewoks. That was a credible species. I love them. We need to know more about them. You know, how, what makes them tick? Right. <laughs> there was a movie that kind of went along with the Star Wars universe back in the 80s. And I don't remember the name of it. I wish I could, but there was Ewoks in it, too. There were That came on tel television. Was it a TV that show? came on TV. They did, if I'm not mistaken, they did two, and I think they were about an hour long, two um, TV movies 
with on indoor with the Ewoks. Right. There was a little girl in it. Yes, there was a little girl. And I don't, I don't remember. I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm gonna have to do some research. Well, the thing I it's re- literally probably been thirty years since I've seen it. I would have been uh, probably ten, nine. Yeah, or 10. I mean, I was probably five or four or five. Remembering that's a long time ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The the thing I remember the most about it is this family. It's like they're going on a picnic, uh-huh. and they end up on indoor. Yeah. And the little boy or little girl go and they touch the water in this pond and they just like, voom, they go into the water and they can't get out. It's like, it's clear, but it's solid. Yes. And then Wicket, Wicket, Wicket the Ewok, yes, he has yes. to come with his staff and he pulls them out. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, man. So there's two more things from the Star Wars universe, two new movies that we're looking at coming out. Okay. One is going to be called Rogue Squadron. That's going to be directed by Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. Oh, wow. She's going to be the first woman to direct a film in the franchise. Wow. It's, big. Uh, it's set to release Christmas 2023. You know how Star Wars is when they release their they movies? They like to do Christmas. They like to do Christmas releases. Yep, they do. They do. Uh, and then there's an untitled Star Wars project. Uh, <laughs> can't pronounce his name. Taika Watiti. That's it. You got it. Roll right, <laughs> right off your tongue, brother. He's got, folks, he's got so much going through his, through his head that sometimes I, I just have to say, okay, I, I, got, I got this one. And so that much is going it. through. Uh, there's not a lot on that project. Like I said, it's still an okay. unnamed project. So I'm sure in the next six to eight months, I'll start getting more on what their Disney is doing with Star Wars. Okay. That's a lot of stuff from Marvel and Disney, Jason. That is a hell of a lot of stuff. What, what do you think? You have seen... The second season of The Mandalorian. I've I have seen not. some of it. What do you think I about up it so like far? Episodes, man, it's great. Uh, they're finally they finally give Baby Yoda a name. Grog, Grogu. 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 Okay. You know he's of the same species as Yoda and Yaddle, and there's some others in the extended Star Wars universe, but okay. in the main MCU story, or not MC, I'm sorry, Star Wars story, mm-hmm. uh, there's only three of them. Okay. Grogu, Yaddle, and Yoda. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, their species is still unknown. They still haven't named what their species is. I'm sure at some point it'll happen. Right. Unless they follow George Lucas's wishes, they never name it the name of the species. He didn't want it ever named. No, he never wanted the species named. Okay, okay. Well, what about um, Boba Fett? Boba Fett, I've not seen much of him yet. Uh, in the first, basically the premise of the second season... His, uh, his uh, guide as a Mandalorian, his uh, armorer, I guess you would call it. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. He tells him to take the child and find the Jedi and give him back to his kind. Okay. So that's what he is off to do, is to find Jedi to give Grogu to. Okay. Okay, uh, so, so Boba Fett is kind of a good guy. He is yes. on uh, Tatooine still. Okay. Boba Fett goes there looking for a Jedi. Uh... And comes upon a part of, uh, you know, you have Mos Eisley and other communities on that planet. Right, right. Well, one of the communities there's uh, played by Timothy Olympiath. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got Boba Fett's armor. Okay. He bought it from Ewoks. <laughs> so he bought it from some Ewoks. Ewoks found it from the Sarlacc pit. I'm assuming. Yeah, that that's the last time beat, we saw it. All beat up, damaged. I mean, it's. Okay. Messed up. Well, you see a clip of Boba Fett, bald-headed. I mean, mm-hmm. I've not got as far as him interacting with the show yet, though. You just see a clip of him. So, okay. it's getting there. Okay. Also, I uh, mean, uh, you know, they go into a part, you know, this is second place between uh, Revenge of the Je- uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force, the Force Awakens. Awakens. So, 
they go into a empire base that looks like a cloning facility. And the premise of why the empire is still trying to get baby Yoda is they're trying to draw the midichlorians out of him. And here, just theory in my head, this is where they were trying to produce Snoke. Okay. Okay. Under the guidance of Palpatine, because I think he's still oh yeah pulling pulling triggers here. Right. 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 Uh, okay. And then the dark sabers involved, and Grogu Grogu is kind of uh, drawn to it. Okay. A lot of theories bouncing around uh, about Baby Yoda. Uh, they're saying they're retconning him in to uh, Revenge of the Sith, being at the temple during Order 66 when Anakin is killing all the younglings. Yes. And he is actually snuck out of the temple by the, uh, I don't know what they call her in the movie, but she was like the librarian of the Jedi yeah. Temple. Yeah, yeah. That she snuck him out okay. to protect him because she knew that he would be important to the future of the universe. Right, right. Uh, much like Yoda, his metachlorian count is absolutely through the roof, right. obviously. There's also a theory that he is the offspring of Yoda and Yaddle. Okay. And but due to the Jedi Code of not being able to have... Uh, the Jedi Code don't say you can't reproduce. It just says you can't have emotional attachment. Right, right. So he Yoda distanced himself from young Grogu... To keep him safe and, and follow the Jedi Code. You can't have any, in the Jedi Code, you can't have anything that comes before the Republic or uh, defending justice, right. I guess. Absolutely. Would be the, okay. So that's one of the theories, a lot of theories, man. I mean, just. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Uh, very interesting. And then another individual that we talked about, she's got her own Disney Plus show coming up that's uh, involved in the uh, Mandalorian show. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Which, like I said before, is Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. Yes. So, a lot of, a lot of good nerd news. Jason, do we have any more nerd news? Uh, well, if you, can, if you can hear over, over the dogs barking, folks, we're in Alabama. Um, there is that big announcement that's been made by Warner Brothers. Uh, they have decided to release all of their films or most of their films, 16, I think, in total right now for 2021, simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. Wow. That is huge. I wonder how big that of an upcharge they're going to have on HBO Max to uh, for people that don't want to go to the theaters and just sit at home and watch it on HBO Max or, you know, on your cell phone or whatever have you. There's probably a $30 upcharge for that, I would imagine, per show. I would think so. I mean, they got to make money somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they could possibly do it without charging some more money. And I'm going to tell you, there's some folks in Hollywood, Christopher Nolan was one of the first, that are furious because they feel like, hey, this is our intellectual property. We put this work in, and you're cutting our throats. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're just taking it, and you're going to distribute it however you want to. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of contentious. But I'm going to tell you, I think, I think it's possible they're ahead of the curve. Because they're fit, they're looking into the future and saying, you know what, <clears throat> this is going on right now. Things might not ever be exactly the same with everything, so let's go ahead and get ahead of the curve on this streaming. Because once people get used to watching a new release in the comfort of their home, they're going to say, "Why go back to the theaters?" They're going to say, "Why go back to the theaters?" And they and so HBO may be the the first in in in, in kind of blazing the trail yeah I, I personally i believe at some point disney will do the same you're absolutely right especially 
if these first films do poorly at the theater because people are afraid. Mulan was the test water for them doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, how did it do? I, I, I it did okay. Did okay? You know, like, like I told you before, I reviewed it on a previous show. It wasn't a bad show. Right, right. It wasn't bad. That's I wish, right. it was I wish they'd have still fall a little closer to the cartoon movie because who don't love Mulan? I've never seen it. You've never seen them? I, I don't have kids. Come on, Jason. Man, you've seen all this stuff because you've got the kids. Very true. <laughs> if y'all hear that, guys, I'm trying to quit smoking. Well, let me say, I, I have a kid, but she's not. She's 30 years old. Right. So she's she, my age. She's your, she, yeah, she's not interested in watching Move On. All right. Well, buddy, that's, I think that's all the nerd news we've got. I think that's it, brother. And um, we'll uh, keep our ears to the ground and... Try to get some stuff gathered up for a couple of weeks from now and be ready yeah. to lay out some more. We're going to have a Christmas episode coming up pretty soon. Uh, we're going to kind of re, re-look into the family gathering. Yeah, we are, we're going to look at it and kind of break it down. And um, You know, back in uh, season one, we did uh, the death of the family gathering. Correct. Well, Correct. we've got some more stuff coming out on that. Yeah. Some fresh ideas. Yes. Off the top of our old noggins. That's right. Our old noggins. And, you know, Esh and I have been talking about it. And, you know, a lot of people go through this where they either they don't want to go to a gathering. uh, And we're not including what's taking place right now with COVID. We're just talking in general, any normal year. You know, you have people who just can't stand to be around their family. Or maybe they get depressed during the holidays and they feel lonely. And they don't know what to do about it. Um, These are real things that you wrestle with. So um, we're going to be talking about that on, on, on our next episode. Right, absolutely. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are still planning a live show. Uh, unfortunately, the company we use, Anchor, does not give us the capability of doing a live show, but I found a new uh, app that we're going to use just to do our live shows on, I believe. I believe they specialize in, in live. They specialize in live shows, so we're going to give that a try. And obviously... Uh, We'll have plenty of notice. We'll put notice on our, our shows on Anchor and also on our Facebook page just so we know people will tune in. Oh, yeah. Because I'd hate to do a live show and only two people tune in listen to it, and that's our wives. <laughs> and that is questionable. Right. That's not they for sure. They might tune in. That's right. That's right. We, we, we can't be sure of that. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to sign off for tonight. Hope you all enjoy, enjoy this nerd news as much as we did. Uh, a lot of new, fresh stuff has got me and Jason excited. We're pumped, man. And I just, you know, at the rate that it's coming out now, in a couple of weeks, who knows what, what we're 2021 is going to be hot. It's going to be popping. It's going to be popping. Unless COVID wrecks 21, too. Uh, yeah. And, and it could be. I believe it will wreck it up until the summer. Yeah. And, very well. And then I think, I, I, I believe things that were, I think we're headed for better days but it's just going to take a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do what me and my Ivy says, Alabama. Mask up. Mask up. I'm still not wearing a mask. I'm impervious to this. I don't know what's wrong with them, folks. I've been working on them. All right, folks. We'll see y'all next time. All right. Take care. God bless.